This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Now, they did attempt to fix a lot of this in Tasha's Guide to Everything, uh, Cauldron of Everything. Um, And they actually have more options for the ranger in there as to replace or accentuate the starting stuff than I think any of the other ones. And so they basically say, replace the natural explorer feature with depth explorer, because it sounds cooler. Um, And uh, basically, it lets you have three new things that are tiered by level. So at first level, um, you can basically gain uh, get canny, which is going to double your proficiency bonus for any ability check that uses the skill you choose. So they get expertise, basically. And they give you two extra languages. At sixth, you get a roving. Your walking speed increases by five, and you gain a climbing and a swimming speed equal to your walking speed, which is great. Yeah. And it makes um, a lot of sense, too. It does. And then tireless at 10th level as an action, you can give yourself a number of temporary hit points equal to 1d8 plus your wisdom modifier. And you can use this action a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. And if you finish a long, uh, finish a short rest, your exhaustions go away, or they go by one. By a short rest? A short rest reduces one level of exhaustion. Okay, that's pretty fabulous. It isn't it? So you can just go into battle as a bonus action. If you're sneaking up on people and you should be able to in the forest as a bonus action, you can cast Hunter's Mark as that action. You can get, you know, 1d8 plus three, whatever uh, temporary hit points and then go in guns blazing as it were like that's awesome. Or jump down from the tree you just climbed because you have a climb speed. That's pretty great. And then, um, you can replace favorite enemy with favorite foe because again, it sounds cooler. Um, and basically when you hit a creature with an attack roll, uh, you can call on a mystical bond. Again, this is not a spell, but a spell like ability that just comes from you naturally, like you were saying, Casey, is uh, your bond with nature and you can mark that enemy for a minute until you lose concentration as though you were concentrating on a spell. So it doesn't work with Hunter's Mark, unfortunately. Um, and the first time on each of your turns that you hit it, Um, it's going to do an extra D4 damage. So if you're out of spell slots, you can just fall back on this. Or if you don't think that you need to use a spell slot on this joker, then you can just use this thing. Um, And you can use it a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. I love that they start doing that kind of thing as a limited resource because it automatically scales. It's really great. And uh, a long rest recharges it. And when you get to sixth level, it's a D6. And at 14th, it's a D8. So those are actually pretty great. Um, they add extra um, spells as well in Tasha's, like Entangle, Dominate Beast, Summon Earth Elemental, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, extra fighting style options, including one called Druidic Warrior that lets you choose two cantrips from the Druid spell list. Oh, then you could have cantrips. Then you have cantrips. Um, and also uh, Primal Awareness replaces primeval awareness and you can choose any all or none of these you don't it's not a wholesale thing um basically uh what that does is it connects you more to nature 
Um, you get extra spells as you go up in level. Um, things like speak with animals, beasts, and speak with plants, that kind of stuff. They don't count against the number of your ranger spells. And you can also cast them all once a day without spending a spell slot. Um, but you can if you do want to. Does that make sense? You can also cast them with a spell slot, but once a day you get a freebie. Okay. And it's not a ritual either. You can just cast it with a normal casting time. You don't have to add the 10 minutes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this and is really curious because most of the time that there's additional information on classes and some of the other source books, it's the subclasses. Yes. Th this is basically like but Tasha's did that to most of race board. Yeah, they but like, Tasha's did that to a lot instead. of them. Yeah, Tasha did that to a lot of them. And it, but what's interesting is a lot of them got added to the base class. The Rangers replaced things. Now, not all of them get added. Some do replace as well. But uh, like the uh, Dragonborns, they got replacements for that race. But what's great here is you can see that they're going back and kind of retconning some of the underwhelming features of a standard ranger and and kind of like tuning them up for where fifth edition is at this point in time if that makes sense um and then the last one is nature's veil which replaces hide in plain sight which we all agreed was kind of like meh um as a bonus action you can magically become invisible versus 10 minutes getting or was it 10 minutes or whatever it was like a long time getting your camouflage going um and it lasts until the start of your next turn and you can use it a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus recharging on a long rest. I mean, so bonus you, action is nice. <laughs> uh-huh. Because then you could still attack with your action. Now that you're invisible, you have advantage. And that's not like a spell slot either. Nope. It's a natural thing. So they just, just become blend invisible in whenever you want, essentially. Yeah, and then when you're in combat, you're only limited by like your bonus action accessibility. Pretty much, yeah, up to your proficiency bonus. Yeah, so it's like you're blending in with the trees because let's assume that your garb is already, you know, appropriate to the biome you're in. It's like when Sam and Frodo's uh, cloaks look like rocks at the gates of Mordor, you know, like that kind of thing uh, is how I envision it if you wanted to make it a natural ability as opposed to a magical ability, but mm -hmm. it is invisible. And it's not the invisible spell either. You gain the it's condition the of condition. Yeah, so you can attack willy-nilly go for it have fun yeah and it's not going to like break concentration because again it's not a spell that you have to concentrate to maintain nope which is pretty awesome right so yeah so that's the base set with tune-ups from tasha's of the ranger if you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice you can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The Compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. 
New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice, so make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.